I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so puppy? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad parenting podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 147 of the Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And if I stumble over my words tonight, I apologize. My tongue is not engaging properly. and has nothing to do with the two giant Coronas. I had two Coronas. I know, but they were the giant ones. <laughs> so it was the equivalent of four. four. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you're drunk. I'm just saying. Spaced them out. No, I uh, just had some string cheese and it kind of had a... Which I know I've got certain listeners are probably going to hate. I just made that noise in the mic, but uh, it's got things a little tacky, I guess, for lack of a better term. <laughs> and uh, I want to um, severely, not severely, but I want to sincerely, that's the word I'm looking for, sincerely apologize for last week and us not only not recording, but me totally spacing to say, hey, look, by the way, we're not going to be able to make an episode this week because we had a... Uh, I had a, a customer event last Saturday where I was taking somebody out to a Winterhawks game for and entertaining them, and it happened on right. Basically, I got home right at the time we would normally be wrapping up a recording, and then we were going to get to it on Sunday, and something happened Sunday night. I think just pure exhaustion, yeah. like both of us being ass tired, and so we just couldn't do that. And then as the week progressed, things kept happening in the evening that precluded us from being able to do it. And I'm like, you know what? I need a post that we're not going to be able to make one this week. And I'm like, sweet. I'm going to do that here in about five minutes. And then basically every time I remembered that, it was when I was at work. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to, you know, it's, believe it or not, I actually do work when I'm at work. I don't just stop and do podcast stuff. Like, when I have my next break, when I'm on lunch break, I'm going to post this thing about we're not going to be recorded. And then I never got to it. And so, yeah, our, our apologies. Um, but we're here. We're back. We are. And it's amazing how quickly you forget how to do certain things when you've been a couple of weeks with <laughs> like i'm just sitting over here like derp, 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 tripping over my tongue and stuff so babe how's your two weeks good yay ish yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah a lot going on we got well oh that was what it was so it was a combination of we had the um Ezra had just started rugby, mm-hmm. so we've been scrambling around trying to get all that stuff going. Yeah. There's been, so there's been we have two pra- so we have two practices a week. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is well, we have two practices and one optional practice. Right. Um, the two that are mandatory are both in Portland as opposed to here locally. Right. Um, so they're about an hour away, mm-hmm. um, and they're at four thirty in the afternoon. So like we have we, to pull the kid the there's another uh teammate that's at school so we're trading off so um on thursdays i pull them out both out of school at three i often have to take tempe with me right she can't come home to an empty house right so i pull all the kids i go all the way to portland <laughs> um, and it's in a weird spot too where like they've closed the road yeah. To where the field that we're practicing is on, but not to like way further down the road from where the field so is at. you can at. go down the road, but then you feel like weird. Because you're bypassing the sign. People look yeah. at you weird. Um, and yeah. So, and then this week, the other kids' parents are out of town. So I'm doing both Monday and Thursday. And then there's also an optional practice here in town locally at, on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And then the games are on 
Saturdays. Saturdays. And, and so you have to block out the entire Saturday because the games rotate. Like basically, they we don't start find out the time until like Thursday. Yeah. So like the games, they start at nine and they end up between four and five, and you can play anywhere the a one hour block twice anywhere in in those times. And the worst days are when you play like a one hour block, like a ten ten o'clock, and then another one at like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you can't like just go to the games and cut and go home. Um, so it's it's interesting, but it's it's a good sport, and Ezra loves it, so I'm happy to support him. But it just puts a lot of cramps in the schedule. It does. So. We've got that going on. We've got um, there was something else big that was tying up a lot of our scheduling this week, and I don't remember what it was. Well, you've been prepping for the school book fair. Yeah, I've been prepping for um, the school book fair. I've been uh, there's been a lot of school stuff going on with the parent organization. Yeah, there was a PTA meeting this yeah. week. Yeah, um, and then I've had a lot of work stuff going on, like a lot right. of work stuff going on, which is great, but definitely, I mean. If you go from not having a lot of work stuff to do to having a lot of work stuff to do, it puts a crap on your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what they pay you for. So Right. And I've been prepping. Next week is my – I've got a couple big things that I, every every year there's, i got a couple big like conferences or whatever we do. One happens in August and one happens in the March-April time frame. And uh, this one I happen to be an instructor at, so I help teach the classes about the, the software and stuff we use. And so um, – Normally we have more support from our vendor that we we join with to do this, but they've been they've had a couple of some turnover internally with employees, and they've had some um, issues filling backfilling those positions with qualified personnel. So we're shorthanded severely this year, and so everything happened late. The announcements for this went out late. I mean, so we're it was just it was every, every time we had to do something, it was a scramble to get it done. Um, and so I've been, I was been prepping all week to get that done in amongst my normal work and my normal appointments. Um, and then I'll be out all next week, starting Monday, driving over to Eastern Oregon or central Oregon, as I call it, um, to do that and come back Friday. And what are you sniffing at, dude? Hey, hey. there's must be food or something buried in those. Cause he's eating something. Oh yeah. There's crumbs in the pillow. Yeah. And rocket is our third co-host tonight. So if you hear any lip smacking, I swear that's not actually me. That's the dog. The uh, speaking of crumbs, so we had a um, we had a guest the past two nights, two days, two days, <laughs> two, two days, nights, two yeah. nights, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a week, a month, a uh, year. It seems like it. Well, when you put two teenage boys together, time shifts mm-hmm. in a horrible kind of way, right? Like there's so there's the quick quick silver. Is that the fast guy from X Men? Yeah, these are like these kids are like the opposite of that. Like what's is there a slow superhero like the the, the sloth? There is, is actually Okay, well we've got two <laughs> we had two of those for the last two days. Like and so then when like they combine they do like the wonder wonder twin powers activate form of slower sloth when they get together. <laughs> um and then the other one, he's a genuinely sweet kid. He's the kid that we had we, he said the night last time when we talked about yeah. it. But he is a space cadet from fucking like Chris crazy uh scrambling to get him to practice the other night and we had i had him with us but he had left everything at home didn't have any of his um any of his rugby gear on him so we had to run back to his house after i grabbed him from school and then from there it was a uh, um they, uh, he, I'm like, okay, go in the house. You're going to need to get enough clothing to spend the night with us for two nights, as well as, you know, you know have something to wear at night after you have showered so you're not walking around, you know, you know, being all, uh, he definitely has stinky boy syndrome. Yeah. So we, yeah. You know, like, I'll shower and put on my dirty clothes after kind of, right, like, right. logic. He has no problems doing that. <laughs> and then, um, and then also, like, we need your uniform for your actual game this weekend. Okay, cool. So he runs in the house and spends an exorbitantly long time in there, comes back out and only has the stuff for practice that night. I'm like, Where's your change of clothes for the next two nights? Where's your uniform for school tomorrow? And where's your uniform for practice? Oh, crap. So he runs back in there again, comes back out. And I'm still like, that's not enough. Okay, what do you have right now? What was that you just grabbed? My uniform for school. I'm like, and your uniform for practice? Where's that at? <laughs> or for the game? He's like, oh, crap. And he runs back in there again. So I must have sent that kid in like four or five times. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, it's going to be one of those weekends. And then uh, taking him to the game today, I went. I stopped and got him um, uh chicken strips for lunch and uh i i swear like the two he only had two but the two that he had i don't i think maybe 25 percent made it into his mouth like it was just like a wood chipper of chicken strips went off in the back seat of my damn car i'm like what the fuck and it was a combination of the barbecue lace potato chips and, and then chicken strips all over the place so i had to sweep that out and and then um just dropping you know trying to get them 
back from when the game was over. All right, boys, let's go. Okay. And they come running up. I'm like, dude, where's your jacket? Oh, shit. And he goes back out in the field where he left. It grabs it and comes back in. I'm like, and your water bottle. Ah, crap. And he runs the other direction. I'm like, how? And he finally comes back. I'm like, you know, dude, you'd lose your dick if it wasn't attached to your body. He's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, you so smart ass. That's what kills me is he's so nonchalant about it. Like, Well, he's such a mother's child. Oh, like, I know. He's such a smart ass. Yeah. So, um, thankfully, I love the kid to death, but thankfully, he went home tonight. <laughs> and so, we have... Some freedom. Yeah, we'll have him. We'll have him for a bulk of Monday evening for practice again, and then, and then we're. Then we can come back. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I said, he's actually a really good kid, and he and Ezra get along great. And yeah. he's one of the few kids that can put Ezra in his place when he's being a dumbass, mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what Ezra needs in a friend is somebody that can kind of smack him around a little bit without also being a jit jerk, right, like. Right. Um, I'm thinking of one kid in particular who has a tendency to just pull the actually kid uh-huh. thing and it just gets Ezra going. He, it doesn't Ezra, shut him down. Because Ezra's also the actually kid. Yeah. So that's a combination of the two actually kids going out and it's like, stop being... No, Instead of doing the actually thing, this this particular kid, he just he just goes, um, you're being dumb, dude. Yeah. And Ezra just looks at him like, oh, I, maybe I am being dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh... <laughs> But like, so perfect example. So when we when we got the chicken strips, hey, do you like fried chicken? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Either you like it or you don't. Like seriously, this is not like I'm not asking you to solve you know the world's uh, hunger problem. I just want to know if you want to eat this or not. And he never could give me a straight answer. So finally, I just went on. I'm like, okay, fine. You're not going to answer me. I know what Ezra likes. I'll buy that. If you don't eat it, oh well, you're the one that's going to go hungry. If you do, then you'll be you'll you'll eat it, you'll be fine. And he chose to eat it. So. Um, oh, and in and amongst all of this, we've been determining, and we think we have finally figured it out, a food allergy in the house. Yes. Which is all sorts of no fun. Well. And I, and I first off, I want to preface all of this with, I really feel shitty about any complaining or bitching or whatever we do here in the next few minutes, because it's far worse for the person with the allergy than it is for us. <laughs> but it still sucks. Um, so... We, I was told by the naturopath chiropractor that I see about a year ago that Tempe was allergic to dairy or had a bad reaction to dairy is maybe even a better way of stating it. Right. Um, and that Trent has a bad reaction with wheat. And at the time I was like, I can't do this right now. I can't. I, you know, the symptoms are not bad enough that I need to, to be that worried about it. And what get out here um so we kind of went on our merry way mm-hmm. over the last two months basically tempe complains of an upset stomach all the time all the time every day constantly and for a long time we thought she might be faking it because she didn't want to go to school um or you know things like that but it just keeps getting like it, it's to the point where it's like no there's something else is going on i took her to the doctor they're like well she could be could be allergic to dairy and i'm like oh okay and they're like, well, take a food diary and a pain diary and a do this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, how about we just cut dairy out and see if that helps? Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, not even two weeks Ish, ago yet. Like a week and a half. Like yeah. we started two weeks ago cutting things out and then we've only been really good for like three days. Right. Well, we finally kind of locked it down to dairy. Right. And... um. First of all, with anybody that's got a food allergy or like like some like celiacs or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much of our food A is bullshit yeah. and B has something in it until you have to avoid that something. Right. No matter um, what that thing is. Right. And so like we we you know the other day we have these little um the kids we have these Jimmy Dean's pancake sausage breakfast things they're they're basically a corn dog but wrapped in a pancake instead of the corn batter with a breakfast sausage in the middle and they're convenient they're great the kids love them and so she's like can I have one of these I'm like sure no problem not even thinking about it and then she had a bad stomach that she day. had a horrible day that day and and he was asking me how she was I'm like really really not good and he's like well damn it maybe it's not a milk allergy and then well, later I, that day because I had that put day, so much effort into her into her lunch I know I gave her like I gave her sliced <laughs> deli meats and I gave her vegetables and I made sure that I, and I I carefully read every fucking package of anything <laughs> I was putting in her lunchbox um, I, I even took as went as far as taking I think 
mayonnaise has a slight amount of milk in it, and if it doesn't, whatever it was, I had the the, the knife had touched something that I thought might have dairy contaminant in it, so I made sure to wipe that off, <laughs> and, and oh no, I got a different knife before I even like sliced her meat, deli meat up and whatnot, and I'm like, all right, yay, super dad, right? I'm keeping the keeping her safe from the dairies. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm asking you how it went because I was out of town. Yeah, and you're like, and you're like, well, she got into dairy today. I'm like, how? What? Where? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, in the thing that you gave her, like, I, I was like trying to be nice about it. I'm like, it was you, sir. Yeah. It yeah. was you. <laughs> and I and I felt like a total shit heel for it. And I apologized <laughs> profusely, and because you do, you're not trying to intentionally. Uh, you're never intentionally trying to harm your children. Right. And then, especially if there's something like this going on, you're trying doubly hard not to let them get into stuff so that they don't get you know feel miserable. Because when she's not got the tummy ache and she's feeling good, she's amazing, and she's having you know. So it's it's a night and day difference on how much better she is without it. Um, but trying to hold steadfast and true to this. Um, well, it's really hard when so- she wants something that she can't have. Well, yeah, like she toaster loves... Toaster strudel. Toaster strudels with the cream cheese frosting. Okay. That's, that's got dairy in it. Also, so does the... Uh, usually the batter that's used yeah. to make the... Um, the, the strudely part of it or whatever the hell you want to say. Um, all, then you've got... Uh, she loves chocolate. Mm-hmm. Can't have that anymore. Um, she can have... I need to go find her some dark chocolate that she can have. Right. There's some. There's certain kinds of... All, all the kinds that she truly loves. Right. No. Like milk chocolate. It's kind of there in the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but then the, the, the hardest part is like... Bless her heart, she was trying to make sure she avoided dairy, but some dumbass kid at school said that applesauce has dairy in it, so she hocked an entire container of applesauce. Yeah, like she threw didn't it want in the trash because she didn't want to risk it, which kind of proves to me that she's serious about yeah. fixing it. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, it was bad. It was hurting her bad enough that she wants to make it, you know, yeah. go away and make it better, uh, which I fully understand. Yeah. And, so she's been pretty good. She's even, I found her some non-dairy ice cream, mm-hmm. so she's not being deprived of anything. And um, that seemed to perk her up a little bit. Right. Um, but we're going to have to, I mean, keep, keep on it and keep going. Well, then, then, so there's all sorts of things you don't think about. Like tonight we went over to your parents' house yeah. for um, St. Patrick's Day, yep. had our corned beef and cabbage, and she made this really awesome chocolate cake. And I'm like, <gasps> Oh, Tempe can't have that. So I had to make a quick run to the store to get Tempe some non-dairy treats that she could have so she wouldn't, you know, miss out. And it's not like we're trying to, like, you know, go out of our way to... We're not going to coddle her, so to speak. Because there's going to be times where she's just going to have to understand that you're going to have to... Unfortunately, life kind of gave you a shitty deal here. Last night, she wanted popcorn with the movie. And I'm like, no, sorry. It's got butter in it. And we don't have anything without butter. And you, you can't have it. Sorry. Um, but in this particular case, it wasn't worth not, you know, tell, not letting her have it. So I ran and got her some, uh, some more, it was basically just more non-dairy ice cream to add to the mix that she's got there. So she had that. But then there was a thing at school the other day. Um, what was... So I got a call or a text on Thursday saying, hey, I need your help on Friday to come to the school, uh, you know, between 1030 and 1130 or something. I had showings. I couldn't go. I'm like, I'm really sorry. She goes, well, we're having an ice cream float party, blah, 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 blah. Didn't even enter my brain to think, oh, I should probably send something different for Tempe Mm because she can't have an ice cream float. Um, So they ended up just giving her a cup of Sprite. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like well, it's her like least favorite soda yeah. or least favorite anything. Yeah, like she has this like unholy and unnatural hatred for Sprite. Yeah, <laughs> so she's just like. So we heard about it, and I so I felt really bad because I even knew about it. It's one thing if you like nobody told me there was a party. I'm sorry, but right. I knew about it. Even it just didn't occur to me that it would affect her in any way, right? Other than she had a party, you know. <sighs> I felt bad. Yeah. And then uh, we there was uh, some sort of a pizza event at one point. And she oh, ended- the pizza thing was my fault. She, um, I usually let the kids go like once a week, uh, get hot lunch at the school, and they usually save it for Wednesday, which is pizza day. Right. And it wasn't even occurring to me that she can't have pizza. Right. So I let her go and have pizza. Yeah, and so it's just these little, you know, and in the, in the grand scheme of it, practice makes perfect. We'll eventually get it nailed down, and it'll become a routine. Well, and, and what I've noticed, so the last three days, we've been really good. Yes. And she has not said, my tummy hurts once during those three and days. And she hasn't been cranky about yeah. that. She's been very, you know. She's just been a lot better in general. Mm-hmm. Like, not bitchy. Yeah. Not as bitchy. Right, right. So it's it's 
I'm glad that we have we. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath yet. I want to yeah. make sure there's nothing else. But I'm glad that we seem to have figured out what it is that was causing the problem, and now it's just about an adjustment. Um, but then it turns into. So I, I've been doing a lot of research over the last week because that's what I do. I, I when I if something like this happens, I, I dig. I'm like, I got to learn about it. I got to figure it out. Got to figure out what I can do, what I can and can't do, what I can and can't give her, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so you start doing research into our food industry, and couple that with I've been listening to a lot of. Um, the Joe Rogan experience after hearing about uh, Izzy and his uh, what he's been doing with his his, his, his ketogenic diet because he heard about it from Joe Rogan too, and then going into and looking in like just food standards like from throughout the world versus what we have here and like there's a whole I can't remember the website but there's an article if I can find it I'll put it in the show notes um, about uh, it's a no it's a video it's an article that has a video in it that compares school lunches throughout mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. and ours is the last one mm-hmm. and it's just a fucking atrocious that a this is the one meal that a lot of kids get in the day and mm-hmm. we're getting ready to federally defund all of that because you know winning um and then b uh the fact that the food that they do get once a day is just shit mm-hmm. and so that's part of the reason why we've stopped you know except for once in a while we've stopped giving them the hot lunch because we can at least control a little bit better what they're eating but it's just, you know, the stuff that shouldn't have any of this crap in it, it does because it makes a better binder or they found a way to do this with it or that. And so there's all, you literally have to like inspect every package and God, I would hate for this to be like a deadly allergy, like a nut oh, right. allergy. Holy right. shit. It would be, I mean, I couldn't imagine living with that kind of fear all the well, fucking time. Well, that's why we have the, a lot of schools, you know, you can't bring peanut butter and jelly to school anymore because there are kids who, you know. Your kid touches their peanut butter jelly sandwich, they touch a handrail. Your kid touches a handrail, they touch their face, they're dead. Like, it can happen. Yeah. And a lot of people are pretty upset about it. But it just, when you really think about it, why shouldn't we, you know, make some accommodations for for the fact that people can be really affected by things. Right. Um, Because they're snowflakes. Oh, yeah. And that's That's what, they just need to buck up. That's 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 the part that's without going to the that whole side of the spectrum and, and talking. That's what's happening right now. So there's this fine line that you have to tread because, like, um, once again, listening to the Joe Rogan experience, they've been talking. He's been talking a lot about how um, it's got like PC has gone like way out of control, and there's a lot of stuff that's going like super crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I actually tend to agree with that and so there's this balancing act you have to walk with this like you know like in this case my kid's got a legit allergy this is something that makes her feel miserable so i'm going to do everything i can to protect her from it and and you know it shouldn't be as hard as it is but at the same time i'm not expecting like the world to coddle to what we need and to adapt for us we need to adapt for the world we live in um and so it's kind of this like very tightrope walk because too many people want the world to completely adapt to them versus learning to live within the, the world they live in. And I don't, I'm not saying that the world shouldn't change, but there's something to be said for educating your kids about here's what the current state of whatever is, society, food, etc. So here's what you have to do to navigate these waters to be to live within it with the, with the, the hand that you've been dealt. Um, and so like going to the peanut allergy thing yeah i get it from the parents from the perspective of the parents that don't have to deal with those things it's a real big pain in the ass or the inconvenience but at the same time so is a dead kid mm-hmm. so i mean it's kind of like this <laughs> you, and i and i've been in the past known you know talked about like I, i've joked about the whole like definitely maybe thing from lewis ck that yeah of course we're gonna definitely protect your child from dying but maybe if a nut's gonna kill them they deserve to die anyway and joking it's you know it's funny to say that but in all actuality if it was your kid right if you're a kid you're gonna have it gives you a completely different worldview on the whole thing um so and so now i'm like going through i'm figuring the way i'm looking at it now is i'm basically like, okay well if we have to make these adaptive changes in, in the diet for her i might as well start making some for myself as well too and so i've been looking into like all this other stuff and i'm, I'm not at the state yet where i can do what, what izzy did and just go full on like you know well, we could. Well, I, no, I'm not at the mental state yet where I'm disciplined <laughs> enough that I could do that. I'm not saying that I couldn't <laughs> adapt, but with, excuse me, the hiccups here. I just, I, I yeah, I'm not quite there yet. So, and, and so after this next week, when I get back from this thing, because I didn't put any special dietary requirements on, on my sign-up sheet and whatnot, 
I'm going to turn around and kind of rework a few things and try to see how I can um, redo stuff for what I can, when I'm on the road and whatnot so I can get a little healthier with what I eat and how I eat, et cetera. Um, and then I've got to get back on to the, the working out stuff because we haven't been running it all lately. And it's for me, it's because I right now I've determined that if I don't lose more weight first, I'm not going to be able to run because for whatever reason, my ankles are just like, nope, fuck you. You're too heavy, <laughs> which is like, that you know, makes you feel really bad. It's a timing thing. And I realize what a cop-out answer that is, but I hate, I, I really do not like running in the evening. Right. It, it, it gets my blood, blood pumping and I, morning's far better for mornings me. Mornings yeah. are far better. And it's a mental block that I don't like running when everybody's around me. I don't right. even like running when you're in the room, yep. let alone in the house, you know, like yeah. I, it's a self-conscious thing. And I'd like to be running outside. Right. Um, so I, I think that as our weather gets slightly better, I'll be able to just wake up a little, a little, cause as long as it's just a little bit earlier, I can wake up a little earlier and go out and run. I had somebody who was wanting to run with me and that was motivating me, but she's not able to do that right now. So, right. um, and for me, it's just a, uh, I got too competitive with like the Nike run app and whatnot was trying to keep up with people. And and, and by no means am I blaming anybody no. else, but I, I pushed. So I need to, uh, now that I've no, I've kind of found the limits of my body, what's going on. I'm going to back off and I'm going to basically, it's going to be like a lot of brisk walking. I'll be like one of those old guys in the mall for a while until I shed a little bit more weight. And then I will go into also, conditioning into the, I think our treadmill, our steal of a deal treadmill is really shitty. Yeah. One, because it's not high powered enough for somebody that weighs as much as I do. Right. Because when I run, like it slows down. Yeah, I, I, I put my foot problem. down yeah. and it like makes me have this weird loping. And I think that actually gait. might be part of my problem uh, me too. Because too, I didn't have any pain when I was running out, sh- actually running outside. It's yep. only when I'm running inside. Well, on the I side had the now. same thing. Minus when I, I actually tripped and fell and jacked yeah. my ankle up the first time. I was doing great as yeah. far as, you know, at, when, at the really nice, uh, treadmills in the hotels and whatnot so um i think it's gonna be a combination if i want to get a new treadmill i'm gonna i'm gonna slow it down for right now and kind of ramp myself back up and then once i get to a point where i can do it again then especially the weather getting nicer go out and actually do out in the fresh air so but so might as well like if we're gonna make lifestyle changes might as well make it all the way around Um, right and and to an extent i mean to an extent and i think part of where we fall failed in the past as being too strict mm-hmm. um and then not wanting to get back on the wagon right when we fall down and i think having a little bit less restrictive or less strict less like hardcore um you know no cheating on your yeah. diet thing right right like doesn't work it doesn't work for us yeah. right now yeah. because we're at a level where we need to have those cheat days. Like just going cold turkey is is harder. Well, for me, everything is is habit. If I can make yeah. the habit, then I'm good. Yeah. Like getting up in the morning, going to get ready for work. It's it's a certain habit, and literally to the point of if something throws like there's certain key things I have to hit at certain times, and if something throws that off, I inevitably forget my sunglasses or I'll leave this behind. And if I'm left alone, mm-hmm. I can I I won't forget anything. I'll walk out the door with everything I need. But if anything disrupts that, so with three kids, it, I tend to sometimes you know forget stuff. So, um, but really, it's it's appalling what we feed ourselves, what we feed our kids what we've allowed our food industry to become. I just found an article, I think it was yesterday, and I shared it, um, talk, and it actually went to it. It showed that um, um, a lot of what we've been told about fats in general mm-hmm. is bullshit. Yeah. That the food, the sugar industry funded a a quote-unquote medical um, uh, test. What do they call those things? Um, uh, study. Study. There we go. Thank you. Um, to prove that, fats not sugar were the cause of a obesity b mm-hmm. heart problems yada 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 and then if you look at the actual evidence versus what they published like they just you know they, they cherry picked the you know basically the whole you can bend statistics to your will and that's more or less what they did and so it was right. like and so the, what, the, what the guy who wrote the article said is like basically if you get any takeaway from this it's we should never ever rely upon a study about the detrimental effects of certain kinds of food funded by another <laughs> another a, a, an organization that benefits off of another kind of food i.e like corn syrup versus whatever um so so it's it's going to be a challenge learning this whole what can she and can she not have but i have to 
admire her tenacity. Uh, going back to your point about um, that she's serious about this, like she double checks to make sure that there's no dairy in anything she's eating. So much so to the point where it's getting a little out of hand. Like today, I'm getting her green olives. She loves these like you have these like jalapeno garlic filled green olives mm-hmm. and she pulls the jalapeno part out because she likes the spice of the, of the heat of the juice in the olive the jalapeno is a bit much for her mm-hmm. and she loves the garlic but i'm pulling it out and she looks at me and she goes wait and she gets this like really panicked look on her face she's like is there dairy in these i'm like no honey it's uh, green olives it's, it's pickling juice it's there's no dairy whatsoever and it was like this, this wash of relief like <laughs> oh thank god oh, thank you <laughs> don't you dare take away one of my favorite foods um and i couldn't even imagine that like i don't have I've said it before. I've joked about it before on the show. I've got a cast iron stomach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll eat uh, damn near Billy Goat levels of disgusting shit and it doesn't <laughs> affect me whatsoever. So it's completely foreign to me to have something affect me like that to where I, I literally can't intake something other than the fact that I just don't like it, you know? Right. Um, so it's a bummer for her. And I feel like a real schmuck, like, oh, it's hard being a parent of a kid with a food allergy. But it, it is. It's legit. It is. But you still, you feel so dumb. And it's because like, I, cause while she has the repercussions, we have the responsibility. And yeah. that's what sucks is that my fuck up could make her hurt. Yeah. And, and that, that's where it's hard. It's not that, you know. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the actual having to do the work. It's that if you make a mistake, you're tired one morning and you slip up, you, you forget this. Or literally, you're tired one morning and you say, yeah, go ahead and eat that while mm-hmm. you're finishing packing lunches and whatnot. And then you you realize, shit, I'm the reason why she feels like crap today. That's, god damn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it hits you hard. And it, it's, it's not in the good ways. Like, it's not a fun, you know. So, um. Yeah, nobody wants to, well, in theory, nobody wants to hurt their kids, and, and so you don't, you just feel really bad when you're the reason why that happens, and, you know, accidents are going to happen, and we're going to slip up, and there's going to be mistakes, but it's hard not to beat yourself up over those mistakes, because you do feel like, I, I should have checked, or I should have thought about it, or I should have, you know, there's always, I should have, I should have, I could have, I would have, whatever, you know, trying to change it. So I'm just hoping that we don't find any further, you know, problems with other allergens. Because depending on what you get, it could be, you know, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, we may end up having to have the testing done. To yeah. Tests, but I feel I feel pretty confident with the, um, between the nature path saying mm-hmm. it, un, un, unasked for advice. Right, right. I'm um, not, you know, here, I have the supplement that'll help no, you with he that. No, like, he noticed something about her and was like, hey, this looks like she might have a dairy allergy. Right. And um, so now the question is, does Trent legitimately have a wheat allergy like I do? And should we cut that out too? Right. And if we're going to do that, should we all just go keto and be happy? <laughs> right. Because yeah. it's so hard to keep stuff in the house that some people can't have. Right. Um, I mean... Even that would happen even on keto because you can have dairy on keto, but mm-hmm. um, I think pretty sure, pretty sure. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any direct. I don't know. I'm so. pretty sure. Anyway, I'm sure uh, somebody I'm could sure leave us a voice. Let us no, know. somebody could leave us a voicemail <laughs> and tell us about it, especially since he's going through it right now. Um, and I think he's actually discussed it in one of his more recent episodes of his podcast. But I'm a little behind the schedule on that one, so I need to catch up. <laughs> um, so it's uh, yeah, it, it's gonna be a little bit. Of, it, it's just gonna it's it's you 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 adapt. You, yes. you, something you you overcome and adapt, or yes. adapt and overcome. Which one is it? Which way is it? Is it you overcome and adapt, adapt and overcome? What's the order? <laughs> I, I think it it would work either way. Okay, whatever the correct <laughs> order is, that's what we have to do. <laughs> but at any rate, um, we'll we'll get through it. It'll be fine. Um. Hopefully, this is the solution of the problem because otherwise, we've got a lot more digging to do, and that's almost harder um, to not know what the problem is. Well, and I've come to find out too that not to not to be you know um, too fun about this, but uh, nobody knew healthcare was this hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dealing within the healthcare industry when you have a possible allergy like this. They just don't seem a whole lot of sympathetic about it. Not sympathetic, not supportive. It's almost like they're looking at it like it's bunk science, even though it's been around for decades. And it's and and I will say that a good chunk of this comes from 
these ass hats that, oh, I've got a gluten intolerance. Oh, I've got, it's like, no, no, no. Okay. You didn't like that. You didn't like, like there are legitimately people out there that like, oh, I really hate that kind of, like I've known people to say that, you know, I'm allergic to whatever because they just really don't like that particular thing. There's, they have no ill, you know, th- effects afterwards except for, ew, that tasted gross. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden they've got an allergy. And so there's a lot of these people that fake it, they cry a wolf. So I can see why the medical field kind of is like, eh, okay, whatever. You don't, you probably, they don't want you to, they don't want to support the whole, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there are truly people out there that have celiac disease, which is a, a severe allergic reaction to gluten. Now, these people are like, oh, I'm intolerant to gluten. It's like, eh. Like, what happens? Do you just poop a lot? I mean, what's, or do you like literally have like, you know, we have a friend of the family that if she gets it, it's like misery. Like she can't get out of bed levels of misery. Not like I had a shit three times a day instead of my normal one. Yeah, but you, one could make the argument that having a shit three times a day instead of one is still a I problem. agree, but it's, but it's not. Sometimes it seems like an attention grab thing versus, you know, I, I'm trying, it's. Especially in the area of... I don't know, because sometimes it's because people don't take no for an answer. True. Because, like, if I offer you, here, do you want some some chocolate cake? And you go, no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, oh, but it's really good. Right. No, thank you. But I made it myself. Actually, I'm allergic to the th- contents in it, but thank you. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between that and, you know, would you like some chocolate cake? No, I'm really allergic. That'll kill me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. th- there's a difference. Right. But some people are just so used to the... I won't take no for an answer. They're just going to give you the the reason off the bat or or they'll exaggerate the problem so that you don't bug them about it. Right. Because if I say, you know, I'm mildly allergic or I'm, you know, that'll make me poop three times today, you know, that's a little more information than you need to know. Maybe just allergic is a better way to state it. Right. So, okay, fair point taken. I guess the I guess the way I look at it is there there are things that can cause a mild inconvenience versus things that can really fuck up your world. Yeah. Like like a severe peanut allergy that can kill you. That's more than just an inconvenience. Like having to carry EpiPen, so if something that you encounter out in the yeah, world. Yeah, but why? But I'm just saying, why does it matter whether it's an inconvenience or an epic problem? No, I'm not saying it should. I'm saying I think that because there's there's so much of this people self-diagnosing and whatnot that the medical community is, I guess, for lack of a better term, exhausted over it and so they're not whatever the reason is they're not super supportive about it and so um well and so for like the whole we'll keep a food diary i'm like we wouldn't be here if we hadn't already been tracking the foods that she's eaten and trying to put a put a specific pin in what we find out and and trying to determine what it is what's the cause of what's, what's causing her the pain and then but that's where you start to dig into it more and you realize, okay, we've, uh, we thought we were cutting dairy out. Turns out, oh, we cut most of it out, but there's still this, this, and this, and this. Well, and with any food intolerance, uh, you what you realize is you have to have cut it entirely out for like three weeks before you see any improvement whatsoever. Right. Um, so seeing improvement after just three days kind of shows you that she... She was really having an issue with it, yeah. And so hopefully it's only going to get better from here. Um, so it's uh, it uh, it's a new chapter for that. I mean, it's just going to be and it's going to be a learning experience, and I'm sure we're going to fail a little bit. I'm sure there's going to be times where she's going to give in and really want that piece of milk chocolate or whatever. And and they say pain is the uh, the greatest teacher of all. So mm-hmm. eventually she'll figure out. Not to do. It. I mean, I, I kind of look at it with like with me and spicy food. Like when I was first really kind of experimenting with like how hot can I go with certain things. There's a certain point you get to a spice where the uh, the end result the next day once things have processed is nowhere near worth anything. <laughs> Any enjoyment you have may have derived from the day before. <laughs> it's like it was okay then. It was kind of cool, but on this end of it, holy. F- fuck balls so no i'm not going to do that again and so you kind of just like check that off the list like okay yep that's that's something we don't want to do anymore and we're going to move on past that so so what do you want to do next here babe we have oh actually we don't have a whole lot left so uh, we have a listener voicemail yeah are we dig into that here sure oh and my phone's on low power mode of course you are you piece of crap all right and this is from Oh, I told you. I told you we were going to get a voicemail from Slacker if I uh, accused him of being a cow tipping person. And I'm pretty sure this is what that's about. Play. 
Hello guys, it's Slacker, and yes, Justin, you do have another voicemail. Let's clarify a few things. Yes, I grew up in the South, but I also grew up in the great state of Louisiana, which is totally different from the South that you've seen in movies and so forth. The area I grew up in doesn't have things like hillbillies and moonshine and, well, actually, they probably did have moonshine, but anyway, I couldn't tip cows, we had swamps, we had to wrestle gators and other such creatures. And, uh, you know, what else? If I, like, I tell the hillbillies around here, who I call Yankees, because I'm more southern than they are. <laughs> if I'm any more southern, I'd be a fish or a Cuban. <laughs> and no, I do not count Florida as being southern. I don't even count Florida as part of the United States. If it wasn't for Disney World, I think we should do nuclear testing. And, of course, airlift everybody from the Rad Dad Radio Hour out of Florida, because Florida sucks. But anyway... But to answer your question, yes, I am old, but I prefer the term distinguished. It's great. Kind of makes you feel like Batman without the money, gadgets, or apps. God damn it, now I'm getting depressed. Well, you guys have a good episode. Love your show as always. Love you guys. Have a good one. Slacker out. We love you too, Slacker. Um, slight correction there. If you're going to do that to Florida, you also need to get Bert the Stormtrooper out of there because, uh, you know, that's a good dude as well. Um, but I, I still say that uh, you have kept tipped. You have kept. You have tipped cows at some point. You just tipped them into the swamp, fed the gators. Problem solved. So I'm holding true to that just so I can get another voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> No, but thank you seriously for for leaving the voicemail. We appreciate the feedback, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's funny how how parts of the country can get that kind of a stereotype about them. Because if you really look at the South, there are parts that are definitely you know the banjo, but near South, and there's the point parts that are like where he's talking about where you're, you're more like trying to survive these ancient creatures that live in the swamps around you and whatnot and there's there's florida and then uh <laughs> so it's kind of like not everybody here in the northwest is a hippie we got a lot of them like an overwhelming amount but we're not all that way so <clears throat> true that yep i'm a little bit of a hippie sometimes but mm. i don't like patchouli yeah no not so much i mean a little bit there, there are things that you you have embraced that hippies have also embraced, but I wouldn't say that you are a hippie. Like you just, just happen to embrace the same ideals in certain areas, but they're not hippie ideals. They're just ideals that went along with the stuff that hippies like to do. Okay, or something like that. So, if you say so, and we're also not a bunch of not all of us where well, I do. I saw legitimate sock and sandal wearing hippies the other day those are the worst i know he smelled like patchouli too i know that's like it's so bad so like i've never understood the whole sock and sandal phenomenon and ezra tried it for a while and i was like no there's a lot of things you have done the child that i will let you get away with because you're experimenting with your looks and style you will never ever be around me wearing socks and your fucking sandals that's just that's so white. It's not. I mean, you you, be, you literally become invisible at that point. You just kind of like disappear. You become translucent. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so what else? I mean, there's been other stuff going on. Like, I'm trying to. My brain's kind of like not fully activating. And I um, I got nothing. I mean, other than wanting to kill the dogs and oh no, that we we have the whole dog that just flashed into my mind. That was the other the complication for why we couldn't record. We have just made a fuck ton more work for ourselves around the house here. Oh yeah. Speaking of said dogs. Yeah. So you was it you or I that found the amazing me. deal? Me. It was me. I think I tagged me. you in it. Oh, I guess you did. I yeah. See, I'm you the one, I'm the dumbass this time that did this. Um, so we, f- I found a guy on, on Facebook, I just also couldn't talk there for a second on Facebook that is He's selling stroking out on me. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if I start to smell burnt toast, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, that was, uh, had about a roughly 1900 square feet of, uh, of, um, laminate flooring that he was selling. And I tagged you in because we've been talking about ripping up the carpets in here and redoing the floors and whatnot. And, and the price was a really good deal. And so you and I kind of tossed it back and forth. Do we really want to do this? Do we really want to take it on, et cetera? 
And we started running the mat numbers on it, and it worked out to like forty, what forty six cents or forty seven cents a square foot. And I'm like, it's really too good of a deal to pass up. So we contacted the dude, and I'm like, hey, look, we'll take it all. Like, what do you want for all of it? Yeah, I, I said, I said, what do you? Will you cut me a deal if I take all of it? Because they were selling it by the box. Yeah, he was trying to like sell it like X amount per box. Yeah. And I'm like, if I just take all of it, what will you do? And so, like, like you say, it got it down to like. I didn't even do the math, but like I did, it was like forty six cents. Forty six cents for the you know it's already got the underlayment attached to it, the yeah. nice stuff, yep. the nice fake stuff. But this house doesn't support wouldn't support real hardwood floors. Like it would be an investment that just wouldn't be worth it. And this- well, not to mention the fact this house probably had hardwood floors at some point, yeah. but they're all. So, um, we got the you went and got the flooring after you got back into town, and it needed to be loaded right. into the garage and whatnot yep. but we have flooring uh, we have so much flooring and part of it is because the fracking dog yes the damn dog yes the fucking dog <laughs> so he's he's marking everything he, my whole house smells like rocket pee yeah so he's like uh, my whole house like you step in and, it's, and i can't get rid i mean i've vacuumed i've cleaned i've cleansed i've done every fucking thing you can imagine yep. and it's still and i can't get rid of it because now it's in the fucking carpet which is right. the carpet was always a point of contention like yep. i hated it yep 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 <laughs> um so now we have a way out of it and i'm happy or right the whole thing right yeah so it's a uh, we are rock is getting his nut cut He's getting chopped next week, so the marking and territorial thing will start to go away. Um, and then he's still a puppy, so we're gonna have we'll still have accidents. I don't mind the occasional accident, but we're talking like three times a day. Yeah, yeah, like and, and, all the time, and, and on and, the bed. Well, not to mention the fact that the the accident that we that the wipeability and cleanability of this laminate flooring is gonna be so much nicer right. than you know once it's in carpet padding, it's it's not coming up. Um, I was joking with my mom and I think I said this to you too. I'm like, cause he, uh, he actually got mad at me one night and he peed on my pillow mm-hmm. and I had to go buy a new pillow. And I'm like, all right, dude, this is going to get to the point. If this happens one more time, if you, if you get my pillow one more time, I'm going to lock you in your kennel and I'm going to make dri- just, I'm going to fucking load the fuck up. I'm like every fluid I can find. And then I'm just going to, you want to talk <laughs> about, you down. dude, you want to talk about some water sports. I am going <laughs> to saturate your ass and just piss all the, fu- and then you're just going to sit there and sit in, in my fucking, you know, musky urine essence, whatever. Want to sh- see who's dominant in this house? I'll show you who's dominant, bitch. <laughs> so he hasn't done it since. So let's hope he does. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'll take the damn thing on the back deck. I'll make sure the neighbors look away and I'll just go to town and just like, no, I'm the fucking alpha male here you will not piss on my pillow again you little son of a bitch it, it's amazing how much this little three pound fucking thing can just you know make you love him so much and at the same time if you want to fucking just bounce him off a wall i i'm quickly learning like I, i've learned throughout my life like what breeds of dogs that i'll never own again my previous dog max love them to death I can't, that was like a once in a lifetime kind of dog. I can't do that kind of dog again. Um, this one, I think, is going to be the same way. Like, I, I, I well, love and I, we, to death. I, I totally warned you. I totally warned you so much. I'm like, are you sure you want this kind of dog? Because they're really hard to potty train and they're really hard to quit, quit from barking and they're really hard for all this stuff. You're like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I was like, no, I told you. I told you. No, the, and the, the barking part, I, he's, I can get him to stop barking pretty quickly. And that doesn't really bother me that much. I, normal, like, barking, I can usually put up with that you know he doesn't normal bark no no, i'm saying barking i can usually put up with it doesn't even you know the yippity stuff i can get i can get him to stop but for me it's it's this battle of the wills we've been in lately like well it's raining outside so i'm not gonna go out there i'm gonna make you think i went out there and did something i'm gonna come in here and crap on your goddamn floor Mm -hmm. and it's like uh once again take the cage outside, eat some spicy fucking chili or something like that, and sit down and just shit all over him. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's, he's, he's infuriating, but at the same time, he's so goddamn adorable. Like at nighttime, especially the adorable is wearing off though. Yeah. For, uh, seriously. Like there's only, there's only so far that adorable gets you yep. and he's gone past it for me. I'm not like, yes, he's cute. I, not worth it. Like it's like it's like cr- crazy bitches, right? Like 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 yeah, she a ten, but she crazy though, you know. Like like you you let it go, right? <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, basically what it's going to come down to is either this dominance issue and this this peon stuff will go away. Historically, with every male dog that I've had, within about a month ish of the 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 um 
Snip. The snip. All the testosterone works itself out of the system, and then you can kind of work with them a little bit, and then you no longer have the issue. Um, and so that's pretty much what we're going to have to work on with him, or we're going to have to figure out a different solution because he is uh, – it's just not going to – it's not going to fly any longer. Yeah. Just finding that. I was already on the fence about the whole thing. That and marking the damn laundry baskets. Yeah. Oh, that's the. I'm you telling know. you, like, like there it's are like things he, I can handle and there are things I can't. And he is. Pushing it, the limits on the things you can't. Yeah. He, he has pushed every limit that I have. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, a lot of people are like, pets are family forever. I'm like, No. Because you can't wonder if the clean laundry is got piss on it. You can't. There's a certain point where if Uncle Walt keeps shitting in your bed and <laughs> you pissing your pillow, Uncle, Uncle Walt is no longer welcome in your house. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Doesn't matter how much you love him, Grandpa. I love you, but if you fucking you know you shit at my house one more, on my floor one more time, I'm just you're gonna have to go. Well, there's some truth in that though. Like, like if you're if you if your kid was you know still wiping their poo on the walls you'd figure out another solution like you don't just a sort of final solution well no <laughs> nothing no i did that for one particular listener in general in, in, in specific who's going to be laughing his ass off right now but uh yeah it's, i'm glad they get it right so it uh yeah he he came over here just to, just to tell me like I'm sorry, Mom. Oh, yeah. I love you. Well, and much like a, much like a kid, he is very intelligent about this stuff. Like he knows when you're super mad at him, and he can he kind of can detect when it's okay to approach you again. And then he just schmoozes the fuck out of you, trying to get you back in his good graces, or get back in your good graces, I should say. So it uh, it, he's just frustrating. Love him, but he's frustrating. Like, it's. He's getting there. Yeah. However, Rose is still most, said, mostly perfect. And we thought she was going to be the problem when we first yeah. got her. Like, yeah. when we first. The first couple of weeks, we're like, man, this might not work out. She's a little territorial. Yeah. She's a little. And no, it was just really about. She. When we, a lot of people are like, oh, she growled, and like, oh, she's just talking to you. Like, she really. She's yeah. very. She's, she's very not, vocal. She's very vocal, but not in the barky kind of way. Right. She she like kind of grumbles and growls. She's much like a husky like, in that respect. Yeah. Like she, like you've ever seen those videos of the huskies where they're, they're just like rawr, 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 and they're talking to you, but you think it's a growl at first, mm. and you realize they're just communicating. Well, what I've noticed is she's very, she is particular. She doesn't like certain things, but she's never snapped. She nope. just she tells you before it's a problem. Right. Like I really don't like what you're doing to me right now. You might want to back away. Right, right. Now, if we could just teach our kids to pick up on it, it'd be great. Yeah, because our kids are so loving. But so here's the here's the, here's what what I equate it to, especially with Trent. It's like, buddy, if you start to pull this with females <laughs> when you're older, this is going to land you in jail. You can't just keep you know doing the Pepe Le Pew method of you know, oh, can we met in a rosemary and, and just like shoving yourself further and further upon them, trying to get them to like you know just realize that you love me because. It's just going to get you in, like, jail. <laughs> yeah. So learn now with a puppy when it's... Well, oh, we work a lot on this whole consent issue. Like, we have a rule that no matter what you're doing, tickles or play yeah. fighting or whatever, if somebody says stop, the you word stop. stop, you stop, um, no matter what. And, and all three kids have a problem with that yeah. one. Even Tempe has a problem yeah. with it. Um, so we've had to drill it into them over and over and over again stop means stop stop means don't keep going and if you're only saying stop to get them to stop for a second that's not okay either right if it's stop it's done yeah like it, it, basically it, it's it's like the, the 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 children equivalent of a uh don't be a cock tease and b don't be a rapist like you know right. it's both it, yeah, it really like, is you it, know, don't cry a wolf and then and then come back don't don't sit there and say don't do this and then come back and, and tease the person enough that they want to do it again and get pissed off of them for doing it mm-hmm. but at the same time don't do it yeah yeah so <laughs> i like that it has a dual purpose yeah. that it's teaching you that it's te- it's also teaching you that that other people should respect your right to say stop. And mm-hmm. if they're not respecting that even early on, right. then there's a problem. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, uh, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Like today they were, they were, oh, they were playing video games. Mm-hmm. 
and Tempe is getting is 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 getting her revenge for all the years that Ezra was a dick to her when they play video games together. Only she's taking it out on poor little Trent, who didn't do anything to her. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you. <laughs> and so uh, they have to because they play Minecraft, and Minecraft is the way it's set up. You have to play like if it's trans basically you set up a world and somebody else can play in that world with you and it's kind of like it's supposed to be like cooperative play so we make them take turns like sometimes they will play in temperance's world and sometimes they'll play in trent's world well trent gave tempe a section of the world where she had built a village and then decided like in the most like american uh cutthroat like we're gonna go for for money only way. Like no fuck you. Your village is in the way of my road, and so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna start tearing houses down and pave this road through there. And it fucking sent her over the edge. And so she's like screaming at him and telling him he can't. And he's getting all butt hurt because she's trying to tell him that he can't do things in his world. And it turned into this whole huge thing. And we're like, you know, we've taken on this mantra: of video games are there to bring you enjoyment. And if you're not sounding happy, you probably shouldn't be playing them. And we kept, like, we gave him, like, I think we gave him three or four strikes before I said, okay, that's it. We're done. That's over. Game over. Turn them off. And then Tempe really lost her shit and started screaming and yelling and freaking out and stomping. So I'm like, okay, now it's time to go to your room. Now you got a whole other level of, uh, you know, of issues here. And so then they end up losing it for pretty much the rest of the day because, yeah. uh, um, of that and then because because they were throwing such a hairy fit about it, I'm like that's great well you know what now that you don't have that to do I've got a fuck ton of laundry for you to fold so then I had him fold the laundry and that's like the absolute worst thing <laughs> ever for Tempe outside of being forced to sit in her room alone when she yeah. doesn't want to if you make her fold laundry oh it's just that you might as well just take like her favorite you know doll and, and light it on fire she'd prefer that over <laughs> like having to fold laundry it's just it's hell for her um yes but she did it today without much bitching. If we, I don't know if you heard all the conversation in there before I sent her in here. <laughs> there was some definite complaining before I finally made her understand that it's not only is it not optional. This could either keep you from losing. This can be your. your this make it or break a situation. You do this and you don't be a, a pain in the ass for your mom while I'm taking the boys to the rugby game. Or you won't see an Xbox or a Minecraft or a TV for like a fucking week, if not longer. And she finally kind of clued into that I, I was not playing games at that point, no pun intended, um, and decided, okay, this is serious enough that I'll just go do it and get it done. And then Trent drug it out, I guess, for the entire afternoon. I, I missed that part. He drug so. it out, but it was it was one of those intentional, like, I'm going to let you prove to yourself how miserable you can make this. And he did. He made the entire afternoon miserable because he wouldn't go up and do a five-minute chore. Right. And the good news is that he acknowledged it right away. He's like, that didn't take any time at all. I'm like, see, I told you, you could have been having fun this whole time. You could have been playing because I said when you left, all they had to finish doing was put away their laundry. Right. And they and they could play video games again. And he wouldn't do it. I mean, seriously, three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he finally did it. He came back to that. Well, didn't take any time at all. Well, blah, it was three blah, and a half hours of him sitting on his bed when he wasn't, you know. And goofing off. I mean, he'd come down here and, like, try and get away with goofing off for a minute. And, you know, various various ways to try and get me to relent. Right. And he spent more time trying to get me to tell him, tell him he didn't have to do it than he would have just spent doing it. Right. By, like, a, a billion times. Yeah. <laughs> so, he finally got his laundry put away, yeah. Now, if we now as long as it's actually it's not screen. actually put away properly, but he's five. I'm I really don't as for a five for a five year old. He did just fine. Yeah, I mean, well, at one point he's like, my pants don't all fit in my pants drawer. I'm like, I don't care what drawer they go in, just put them away. And so he took me at my word. <laughs> <laughs> yep, made it just made it fit wherever it could fit, and so. that's fine. And because yeah. I've got to go up and read because I went through and pulled out all the stuff that does fit him now but i haven't pulled out the stuff that doesn't fit him yet so i need to do that most definitely and reorganize where it all goes because his dresser is a tight fit for all his clothes anyway mm-hmm. yeah he uh kid's got a lot of clothes well he has the most excuse to need a lot of clothes because he you know god damn he grew fast recently he did I mean, that last growth spurt, it was like, it was one of those ones where like, when you hear people say like, you know, 
I blinked and all of a sudden they were like six, six inches taller. He went through that. I mean, it was like all of a sudden he went from being a toddler. Like he he had, still had that toddler look to him mm-hmm. for the longest time. And then all of a sudden it's nope. Now it's all little boy. Like yeah. there's no, yeah. no toddler left. And he's, he's towering over his cousin. That's actually older than him now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, uh, shot well, has up always quite been a bit. Than him. Well, yeah, he's always been taller than him. And, but, but I mean, like he's like substantially taller now. You can definitely see the difference. And so he, uh, and then literally it was like in the span of like, I don't know what, a month maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was a, and that's what that really cranky month with him. Yeah. When he didn't want to do swimming and he didn't want to yeah. do anything. He just wanted to stay at home and be here with mommy. <laughs> yeah. It was a massive growth spurt because after it was all said and done, he's taller and he's happy now. Now he's, now he's back to going out and doing things and having fun. And He passed. So I don't know if I told you. I, no, I, I, we had talked about he was almost passing to the swim thing. And so whatnot. the way they do swim lessons in Hillsborough is that you have catfish one, which is just like the basics. Like everybody passes catfish one as long as you'll put your head in the water. And then they have catfish two. And you basically have to keep taking that until you know a few things. And he had to retake it last time. And he was really bummed because he mm. thought you'd be moving on to Catfish 3. And he didn't. Right. He passed this time. Woo-hoo. So he's Catfish 3 now. Nice. And he, I went one day after swim because you can get in the pool with him after. Mm-hmm. And he was showing me what he can do. And he can legitimately front. Um, front stroke. What is that called? Freestyle? That's for sure. Anyway. Not the breaststroke. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, and he can float on his back and on his stomach. And, like, he, he's legitimately got some moves in the swimming department. I was pretty proud of him. Because awesome. before that, he was comfortable in the water, but he couldn't swim at right. all. Right. He wouldn't try and float or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost thinking we need to circle back around and put Tempe in these, too. She... Maybe over the summertime. Mom already is... Mom is already signing them up for summertime. Good. Uh, she was wondering if she should sign up Ezra. Yes. And I, I said no, because he's going to be going back and forth with his moms. There's yeah. just no way to make that scheduling work and be That's a waste. True. But he needs to... Yeah. We need to find a way where we can get him in, in swim lessons, because he needs them. Like, he never got them. And, and he thinks he can swim okay, but it's more like I'm buoyant enough that i float <laughs> better than most and that's about the extent of it so yeah, but you don't need to know how to swim you no. need to know how to float and he does yes and no but i've also seen him panic in the short pool <laughs> and like but i don't he, think lessons are gonna help that i really to some extent i, mean, I don't know if they do lessons at his age group for how <laughs> For his level, like I'm actually sure they do. I mean, you gotta, you gotta think. Well, I just remember after seeing that woman at um, we went to Canada last year. Yeah, and that lady that got put, I, I like, I the ref blew his whistle, dove in, and I'm like, holy fuck! I'm like, then I'm watching this chick. I'm like, they say that drowning never looks like that. Mm-hmm. Like she's not drowning. She and it just she didn't know how to swim and she panicked and then even after the the um the lifeguard had had a hold of her and had her up over the water she's like she, out of the water she still was like i mean it was like trying to hold on to a a, a cat that was getting sprayed with a hose i mean she was just and then she gets out of the water and then just fucking goes off on i'm not sure if it was her boyfriend brother who this dude was but he thought it'd be funny to toss her in the deep end of the pool oh and that was not at all and but she's like you know i can't fucking swim and she's like middle aged i'm like okay that that's gotta be embarrassing as hell. I don't want Ezra being the you know the dude that's like, and he, <laughs> so you gotta give him some basic skills in this kind of in that regard because that was crazy. So hopefully, I'm just, I, they've got to have something somewhere for you know. I never learned how to swim good. <laughs> Zoolander, Derek Zoolander probably has it for kids who want to swim good and do other things good too. If you say so. So I, I think that's, uh, that's about good for this episode. I don't have much else to uh, speak of. Got a busy day tomorrow. Going to get the rest of my stuff loaded up, and, or I should say prep for loading into my rig because I don't like putting some of this equipment in there until it's time to drive. Um, and then we're still debating about whether or not we're going to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to possibly take the kids to go see Beauty and the Beast. You've got your open house. I've got to get Ezra finished on his... Um, project. project of uh, the popsicle house thing he's building, um, and then I gotta pack my clothes and what. So yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fun filled adventurous day. But so goes life, right? So goes life. So goes life. So um, 
trying to think if there's any other loose end. Oh, yes, merch. We do have these things like T-shirts and stuff. If you guys bought them, it would be really awesome. It would help the show out quite a bit. Um, and I know there's a lot of you guys that are out there that are going to buy them as soon as you can. I, I, in no way is this a guilt trip for those of you who have spoke with us and said, hey, look, we're going to purchase them as soon as, you know, you take care of a few things. On the Trust me, I get the whole budgeting thing, I get the whole money thing. Don't feel pressured for it. But just as a gentle reminder that if you guys would like to support the show and you have the available, availability to do so, we do have merch available on our website. If you just click the link, it'll take you to the store. You can buy it. It'll send it to you. Um, it's great quality stuff. I've ordered a couple of shirts for myself just to make sure it was actually like legitimately good enough to, you know, bear our our bad name on it. So, <laughs> and it is. Um, so yes, please check that out. And anything else you can think ever want to add, babe? Nope. All right. Oh, and there's Rocket in the background. He's trying to dominate Rose right now. That's probably the funniest thing. I'm watching this little three pound weekly and trying to take her on. Like I'm gonna do things to you that you should just let me do once again consent rocket get her <laughs> consent yeah stop all right well that's it babe then until next time try not to be shitty parents bye if you'd like to contact the show you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on facebook instagram myspace or twitter Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.